Well, hello, this is Jeff Young, the Catholic Foodie at CatholicFoodie.com, and you're listening to episode 24 of the Catholic Foodie. Good old San Antonio. Uh, that's right, I, I know this uh, episode probably sounds a bit different, and that's because I'm in San Antonio right now, and I don't have all my recording equipment. Uh, so I'm using the H2 to record this. And I just wanted to give you an update. Uh, so much has happened already. I got here yesterday, and uh, about 3 o'clock yesterday afternoon, and the flights, I had two flights. I flew from New Orleans to Houston and from Houston to San Antonio. Both of them were uneventful, thanks be to God. I did have, uh, there was some turbulence from that, when we were making our descent from the, the you know, into San Antonio, there was some pretty uh, heavy turbulence, and uh it's funny because on the plane you see all these people. Of course, we're in Texas, so you have a huge Mexican influence, and you see all these people who are, um, well, I mean they have I mean various uh, shapes and sizes. Some of them have tattoos even on their face, you know, piercings, uh, regular-looking folk, uh, also. And we hit that turbulence, and it didn't matter what they look like everybody starts making the sign of the cross i'm thinking this is really cool you know i mean even though uh some people have you know they don't practice their faith necessarily and uh but they do know that there's some importance there that even in a in a time like that that they're able to uh to sign themselves because they know that there's something about christ something about jesus so i mean that's a good thing that's a good thing, and we always pray that people will come to a better knowledge of uh, the truth of, of the Lord. And I'm pouring myself another cup of coffee here in the hotel room. It's, uh, it's, not, it's not New Orleans coffee. It's not Café du Monde coffee, which is what I prepare at home every day. Uh, but it'll do. It'll do in a pinch. Now, what I'm doing right this second, uh, actually I have Father Roderick is on Skype. Uh, not Skype, I'm sorry, Ustream. He is Ustreaming, and... Um, it's uh, it's really neat. He's I don't even know what room he's in, but he's he's like basically right down the hall, and he is uh, you streaming, and I'm recording episode 24. So I think it's pretty cool. Inga and Angel Steph are in the room with him, and we have you know lots of uh, familiar uh, names on the uh, chat on the chat room uh, on the you stream. So it's uh, <laughs> it's really really neat to be here. And I wanted to uh, just touch, you know, make contact, touch base with you since um, you haven't talked since I've been here in, in San Antonio. And I want to tell you about yesterday. Yesterday, I got home, and I don't know what it is. I guess, you know, Wednesday night or early Thursday morning, I didn't get to sleep till about 2 o'clock. Uh, I just couldn't, I couldn't go to sleep. I had a lot to do uh, packing-wise, and I just didn't, I didn't pack ahead. Um and I guess this may be a male thing in general, but, you know, I don't really know how to fold clothes too well. And uh, I can iron. I can do that. But I can't really fold clothes too well. And But, of course, my wife, being a, a woman, she, she knows this stuff sort of innately, right? So I was kind of waiting on her uh, to, to help me out. And I'm also terrible making decisions about what I should pack 
and what I shouldn't, at least for clothes and uh, things like that. I, I prepared a list of all the things I wanted to bring, like electronic stuff, uh, tech, techno stuff, right? And a couple of books and, and things like that. My notebooks that I make notes in all day long. I wanted to bring all that stuff, and I knew that. Uh, but as far as, like, what clothes to wear, or should I pack jeans, should I pack n nice pants? Uh, it's going to be, you know, extremely hot there in Texas. I mean, today, uh, the heat index is 107. Yesterday, it was 106, so it's hot. I mean, should I pack shorts? Should I plan on wearing just shorts? You think I'm actually going to wear jeans? It's, it's so hot. So, I mean, all these questions going through my mind, and, of course, I can't answer any of them because... A male, and uh, so you know, Char did help me out with that in the in the evening. We kind of pulled everything together, and we didn't actually put it together in the suitcase until uh, early in the morning. My my beautiful bride did that for me, and I thank her so much uh, for helping me out. And I was nervous. I was just nervous about flying. I was nervous about uh, uh, getting here. And it's weird, you know, when you think about it. I've flown many many times in my life. Uh, but this is the first time I've flown since uh, Hurricane uh, Katrina, not Hurricane Katrina, what I'm talking about, 9-11. Uh, and so they really beefed up security, and I haven't really gone through that before. So I was nervous, not so much about flying, although there was some, I think always I have a little bit of uh, trepidation, a little bit of uh, uh, nervousness about flying. I mean, it doesn't make sense that this metal container is actually flying through the air. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me, but... That wasn't the main thing I was worried about. The main thing was security at the airport. And that's simply because I, I kept hearing these horror stories of it taking like two and three hours to get through. And I mean, I, I guess those were a while back and not, not recently. Uh, but when I went online, I flew Continental, so when I went online and checked the website for the New Orleans airport, it said that the... Um, the um, the time, like how long it typically takes during peak hours, which is when I was traveling, how long it actually takes to get from, um, to get through security. And it's an hour and 45 minutes, like plan on it being an hour and 45 minutes. And I'm like, oh my goodness, you know, I got to get there really, really early because I, I don't want to miss my flight. That'd be terrible. And uh, so anyway, uh, everything went fine. I, I worried for nothing. Uh, I got through very, very quickly, and I saw actually a, uh, a woman that I work with uh, who is the, uh, um, uh, now I'm going to forget her official title, but she's there at St. Peter's Parish, and she is, she kind of oversees all the ministries. We have about 70 ministries in the parish, and she oversees all of it. She's, I think, the only full-time lay person on staff, and her job is like, um, like director of pastoral ministries or something i can't remember the exact title but she's flying she was flying to a uh, board meeting up in newark um it's a, some board that she's on it's a catholic uh, organization she was flying up there we we stood right next to each other uh going through security and she's done this many times so she's like saying okay you got to do this and keep your boarding pass out okay you need to take your shoes off so she was helping me along and it was just so I guess providential to run into her there. I mean, we she, were flying in two different directions. I knew she was going out of town. I didn't know what time. And here we are both across the lake in Covington. We had we both drove down to the airport about the same time. 
and uh, we're standing in line, just happened to stand in line next to each other. It was very cool. So, Ruth, if you're listening, hi. It was great standing in line with you, and <laughs> and thank you so much for helping me get through uh, what was, for me, a nerve, uh, uh, unnerving experience. I was just nervous about doing it, uh, but it, was, it worked out perfectly fine. So I re- arrived yesterday about 3 o'clock in the afternoon, came up to the room, and I was thinking, you know, why don't I go down to the Riverwalk and take a walk? But I was just exhausted after riding in, in two airplanes. I was just tired. So... Um, anyway, look, Father Roderick is saying something. Let me see what he's saying over there. Um, let me t- let me tell him something here. I am uh, currently. I'm typing with one hand because I'm I'm holding the uh, the microphone in the other. Currently recording episode twenty four. Say hi. <laughs> Let's see if you can hear this. Can you hear Father Roderick? Somebody else just showed up. I don't know who it was. I missed it. Steve? Is it Steve? Fifty people in the chat room. Great sound. Yes, yeah, we can hear that. Well, cool. Looks like Steve Nelson, I believe, is is there. And uh, you know, lots of people. Fifty people, I think, in the chat room. So very, very neat. This is just so neat to. Uh, uh, to be here with everybody. Uh, I ended up not going on the river walk yesterday. What I did instead uh, is kind of rested in my room and I uh, took a shower and I got changed and uh, around 5.30 I went down to like the main, uh, I don't know what you call it, it's not really a lounge, it's like what they call I think a, the breakfast uh, uh, pavilion or something. It's it's uh, like a mezzanine level. It's just It's just this part, almost like a balcony, breakfast balcony I think they call it. And at, from 5.30 to 7, every night, they serve uh, cocktails. And uh, a lot of this stuff is like the pre-mixed stuff. It's really not high-quality uh, kind of cocktails. And that's something, as a, as a Catholic foodie, I couldn't help but notice. Um, but it was the, the people is what made it. So I was up there about 5.30. You, got, you get free, like three free complimentary uh, drinks uh, there at the... At the um, bar lounge breakfast bar whatever you call it and so i went up and i had tweeted saying hey i'm going to be there 5 30 anybody wants to come down that's fine and you know we're using the hashtag uh cnmc09 so that we can kind of keep up with each other and and inform the rest of the world what's happening here at the cnmc and so i I did use the hashtag and i said hey um i am uh i'm I'm here in the in the in the lounge uh please come join me and I guess about 15, 20 minutes later, this, this lady starts walking by my table, and I was uh, actually uh, reading some, some recent tweets at the time on my iTouch. A lady starts walking by my table because I noticed like a, um, you know, it was a lady because was, she was wearing like a dress uh, thing, and um, she stopped. 
like all of a sudden, right in front of the table. And I, and I, I hear, Jeff? And I look up, and it's Lisa Hendy. <laughs> and I was just so tickled. I couldn't believe it. I, got, we got, I stood up and gave her a big hug. And, uh, you know, it's just so great to see her in person, finally meet her. And we were talking. We spent, I don't know, 15, 10, 15 minutes, I guess, just uh, chit-chatting. And it was, um, it was just so neat. I mean, I was like, I, we, you listen to people in a podcast, and over time you feel like you really do get to know these people. You know, and I'm, I'm sure you know, people who listen to me over the last several months um, probably feel like if we met in person, we would feel like we, we know each other. And it was the same way. You know, Lisa has listened to my show. I listen to her show all the time. And so I feel like I really know her. Uh, about, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes, I guess, after uh, we met right there at the table, uh, Father Roderick and uh, Captain Jeff came down. And, you know, seeing Father Roderick, I thought beforehand that I was going to be like, wow, you know, Father Roderick, he's like a, the superstar of podcasting, you know, and uh, I, I'm going I'm to be nervous. And, how do, you know, how am I going to, what am I going to say? And, but he, it was like, it's like an old friend, you know, like, oh, I haven't seen you since last year. And how you doing? And, uh, you know, goodness, that marathon, you, you know, you were talking about shrinking and goodness, you've, you've shrunk, you've shrunk, you know. And he's like, oh, no, uh, you shrunk. And I'm thinking, oh, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm doing it. I'm, you know, I'm watching my weight uh, go up. So, uh, but it was just so neat to, to see him and to, to meet him. And it's funny because he actually did think that we had met last year, but I, I wasn't at the CNMC. But, you know, he listened to my show. I don't know how, how often uh, he listens, but uh, he probably has the same sense that I do. Like, you, you know, we know each other. So very, uh, very neat, very, very neat. And I just, um, I don't know, just so cool, you know, it's just so cool. So that's kind of what's happened, you know, what happened up into the evening. Now, uh, I have to tell you this. Now, I've got Food Network on in the background because at, at home we don't have TV. We've got TVs and, and DVD players, but we don't actually have a signal coming into the house. And I think Mac and Catherine either used to be like that, uh, Catholic in a small town, or they still are. I don't remember, but... Uh, we just don't have the signal coming in. So anytime I'm around a TV, guess what channel it goes on? That's right, the Food Network. So Rachel Ray is cooking something here, and uh, I, she's in the background. So last night, in addition to, to finally meeting Lisa and Father Roderick and, and Captain Jeff, I had another special, special treat. And uh, I just I can't get over this, actually. It, it was just so awesome. Um, a friend of mine, an old friend of mine, lives in San Antonio and has for years. And we're Facebook friends now, which is, I mean, the, the glory of Facebook, right? You can meet all these people that you knew ages ago and uh, high school and college and whatnot. You, you stay in touch. And I'm going to set this down for a second. I never did finish making my coffee. So anyway, what happened is he knew that I was coming and so we touched base. His birthday was actually, I think, two days ago now. So once again, Jesse, happy birthday. Um, he listens to the show. And this old friend of mine, we were actually roommates when I was way back when, when I was a bartender at Drusilla Seafood. And he was, uh, I think, busting and waiting tables. Um, you know, we were roommates in this really artsy, fartsy kind of place in, in, uh, in Baton Rouge. 
uh, called Spanish Town. And we were roommates for, I can't remember how long, uh, for a while. And, you know, he, he moved. He had a part-time job, actually. Uh, in addition to Drusilla, he was a radio DJ and uh, a radio personality, I guess. It was a part-time job at a, at a station there in Baton Rouge. And eventually he left. He moved to, to Lake Charles, Louisiana, which is really close to the Texas, Louisiana-Texas border. And he, um, he became a full-time radio personality. He did that for years and ended up, you know, uh, moving up the, uh, the ladder there and became a, a program director. So he got to meet, like, all the famous people and everything else. Now, for years, we were not in touch. It wasn't until a few months ago that we found each other on, uh, on Facebook. So um, anyway, he knew I was coming to San Antonio, and he says, hey, what are you doing Thursday night? Let's get together. So while I was sitting there at the table with, uh, with Lisa and Father Roderick and, and Captain Jeff, he shows up. And it was like, I haven't seen him in 15 years. Jesse, I hadn't seen Jesse Kleinpeter in 15 years. And uh, it was just awesome. And so uh, Lisa snapped a picture of us, and uh, our plans had been to go out and grab something to eat. And just, you know, he knows this area really well. He wanted to show me around the Riverwalk. And it was a glorious night. It was a glorious night. We, we left uh, the hotel, I guess, around 7, 7.15 or something like that. And the cool thing about the Drury Inn, the Drury Inn Plaza is it, it's right there on the river. So I walked down to the basement, and there's some doors. The doors open up for you, and you're literally, the river's right there. You're on the river walk. So we went down the basement, went out, and immediately he starts telling me about this, that, and the other on the river walk. And... I mean, we just, we talked all night. We talked until, you know, probably 1230 uh, at night. So five hours or so we spent together talking the whole time, just catching up. Uh, he's married, has a, uh, I believe it's a, almost a two-year-old son. It's 22 months, I believe he said. And, um, you know, a, a, a beautiful wife, and uh, they live here in San Antonio. And um, I, I had to catch up on, you know, help him catch up on my story, too, and, I mean, it was just fantastic. It was awesome. And we got to, we, we had a few beers. We went to uh, a place called Dirty Nelly's, <laughs> which is an Irish pub. And they have uh, different, uh, well, they got beers on tap and everything. It's really good. Uh, you know, Irish, really good. Uh, but they also had like a, a piano. It was like a piano bar. And uh, they, they sing all these songs that are not necessarily, uh, the, they, they switch the words around. They're really supposed to be funny. And, um, it, it, it was fun. It was loud. We really couldn't hear each other too well. We sat there and had two pints. We had a pint each. Uh, we, we, we had, um, what do we have? Uh, now I'm getting distracted. Father Roderick's back on Ustream, and uh, they had cut off for a few minutes. But Smittix, Smittix, which is a, um, it's a, an Irish beer, and it's actually... It's actually uh, made, I believe, by the same company that makes Guinness. So Smittix, very good, very smooth. It's not as, not as uh, well, Guinness is a stout, and Smittix is not. But uh, it's also a little bit more carbonated than, uh, than Guinness. And I love Guinness, and I really wanted one. But I thought, wow, I've never had Smittix on tap. Let me go ahead and see what that's like. So we did that. We were... Um, we were having, uh, you know, having our beers and trying to have a conversation, and uh, we 
talked a little bit about the Catholic foodie, and we, we talked a little bit about faith and uh, religion or spirituality, and uh, then we headed out from there and, and went on a, uh, we got uh, tickets to ride the river taxi. We rode the river taxi all over the place, and he was pointing out all kind of uh, details about San Antonio, the Riverwalk area, this, this whole historic area, and uh, we were catching up all along the way, and then we went to eat at this restaurant called, I, I don't know how to pronounce it, it's an Italian restaurant, it was either Stefani, Stefania's maybe, Stefania, Stefania's or something like that, uh, Ristorante Italiano, very nice. Um, this place had like maybe 15 tables in it, it was very small definite hole-in-the-wall place like you've heard me talk before i love these hole-in-the-wall places uh because it's it's they look kind of almost dinky on the outside maybe even the inside but the food is phenomenal this is a family-owned restaurant excellent excellent uh, i had uh lasagna and i put a picture up on Flickr, which i also added to uh, uh, facebook and twitter and plurk and all those uh, social networking sites that I, uh, I frequent. I added it to all of those. So you'll see a picture of me w with my mountain of lasagna. And I also had, um, well, we had a, a, I think it was a Moretti, or no, Peroni. We, we drank a Peroni, a beer. And Jesse had the uh, tort tortellini, and the food was excellent. It was so good. And their, their marinara, their red sauce, was, uh, was perfect. It was perfect. Um, Parmesan cheese on top. Uh, this really was a mountain of lasagna. There was no way I could have eaten the whole thing. So I did uh, end up taking half of it home with me here at the uh, hotel. I do have a fridge, like a, a small fridge in my room, and I was able to put it in there. But huge uh, serving of lasagna with this perfect red sauce. The only thing that I would have added, and I, I could have asked for it last night, I just... I really enjoy the way I enjoyed it the way it was, so I, I said ah, I'm gonna leave it off this time. Or you know, crushed red pepper flakes. I love crushed red pepper flakes. So uh, I didn't do that last night. It was not as spicy for me, but uh, it was excellent. Anyway, we ended up leaving there. Oh, by the way, it was interesting because you know Jesse was telling me that was the first that was the restaurant that he took his wife on uh, for their first date. You know, before they were married, their first date. Uh, was at this restaurant. So that's really neat. And uh, he warned me. He said, now, don't play footsie with me under the table. And I was like, no problem there. You don't have anything to worry about. So uh, we sat at the same table, by the way, that uh, he and his his wife uh, had sat at for the first day. <laughs> it's kind of neat. And um, anyway, we left there and ended up going to, um, where did we go next? There was another, uh, another Irish pub we went to. And... I can't remember the name of that one, uh, but it was more of a, of, a, of a classic, I guess, Irish pub, and they had, um, we, I, had a, I had a Guinness pint, and, and he had another one of the uh, Smittics, and we just talked, you know, caught up. It was just so nice, and I'm probably rambling about this, but it was just such a wonderful evening. I just can't get over it, and I know Jesse listened to the show, which really blows my mind. Uh, it, it really blows my mind, and he has complimented me several times on the Catholic foodie, and I, I was like, I can't, it, it's surprising to me and shocking to me because th you're talking about a guy who's a professional radio personality, 
or he he's not in radio anymore, but he he was a radio you know radio personality and a program manager of a station, all this stuff for years and years, and he's complimenting me on a podcast. You know my podcast. This is like, I mean I don't know if I can get a better compliment. You know, uh, I guess maybe if uh, Pope Benedict the Sixteenth said he loved the show. <laughs> Then, uh, then that would be maybe a little bit higher than, than Jesse's comment. But, I mean, it, it just blows me away. So when he was, you know, talking about, oh, yeah, you know, when you did, when you were talking about this on this show and when you were, and you, you had your kids doing, he goes, just so awesome. And I told him, I said, you know, I don't have the voice for radio. I, I know that. Um, I don't have the voice for this. Uh, it's, it's, Father Roderick has a great voice I and mean, the other podcasters I mean Dr. Paul Camarada come on I mean he's got the voice you know SQPN the best in Catholic podcasting I mean, it's just or Catholic new media just awesome and uh, Jesse's the same way fantastic voice you know why he's on radio you know um, I don't have that and he, he looked at me and said you know he says it's not the voice he says, what you are able to do, we couldn't do in radio. And matter of fact, radio can't do it now. What you can do is bring heart and, and really intimacy into your show. And he says, and that's why people listen, and that's why people uh, enjoy it. Uh, it's because you, you bring heart and, and passion and really intimacy into your show. And I thought about that. It's like, you know what? You're right. And I guess that's why here at the CNMC, when we meet these other podcasters that I've never met before, right? And others have never met me. You meet them and you feel like you know them. So anyway, I know I'm rambling. Uh, this has been a long ramble. <laughs> I apologize. But I'm going to put it up anyway. I'm going to publish this because uh, I want you to... to to keep in touch with you at the CNMC, and I'm going to take you down later uh, this afternoon uh, to the Riverwalk, and you can hear some sounds from the Riverwalk, and uh, it's it's um, it's awesome. It's great being here. So, just a couple of things. You have, uh, if you're on Twitter, you can use a hashtag. If you don't know what that is, it's when you use the uh, uh, the um, oh goodness, what do you call it? The pound sign like you would on your cell phone or something, the pound sign plus uh, a, a word or, or a, a code of some sort, a keyword that, uh, that you know, if people wanted to search for that, then all your, all your tweets would show up. So the hashtag for the CNMC is pound sign CNMC09. So CNMC09. And what that does is even on the SQPN website, there's a scrolling... Um, uh, Twitter application that as people post about or, or tweet about the CNMC and they use that hashtag, it shows up on the, the uh, scrolling uh, window there on SQPN. So very cool. And it's a good way also for us here to keep in touch with each other. So if you were going to be commenting or tweeting about the CNMC or people who are here, please use that hashtag. Also, it would be awesome. It would be so awesome. While I'm here, if you could uh, leave some feedback about the CNMC or San Antonio or, you know, any of the crazy stuff that I've talked about today, 
you leave some feedback you can i would really love to play some voice feedback so if you could uh give me a call at 985-635-4974 and leave a little message there that'd be great and i'll put that on the show and also you can email me at catholicfoodie at gmail.com also check out please check out the uh uh, the blog there at catholicfoodie.com. I will be posting uh, pictures and, and things like that from the CNMC. So um, keep in touch. Keep in touch. Let me know what's going on with you and uh, ask me questions. If there's something that I forget to mention, something I forget to say, but you want to know about the CNMC, let me know. And I'll try to tell you uh, what I know on, on that particular topic. So until next time, bon appetit.